uh, a horrible disease. And they brought him in. Uh, uh, issues in his mind. And they brought him in. And they brought Pastor Rod in and, and Joni. And they said, they said uh, uh, here's the situation. He'll, he'll, he'll never be potty trained. He'll never go to school. He'll never know what it's like to have a date. This is it. This is, this is his life from now on. And he said, I went out in my car and I sat in my car and I began to pray in the Holy Spirit and I prayed in the Holy Spirit on the way home. And he said, by the time I got home, I went down to my basement and I opened my Bible up to Isaiah 53 and 5. And he said, it was like that word surely stood up and looked at me. And the Lord said, that's a covenant word. I have surely promised your son healing. Amen. 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 Well, he did more than potty train. He graduated high school and went to college. And last I heard, he was engaged to a beautiful girl. Covenant. Covenant. You take anything you're facing and put it upside your covenant and tell me how much power it has now. Because that's what God said. If I told you, I have $5 million in my pocket that's for your backing. Whatever project you want to enter into, I'm backing it with $5 million cash. Well, if you go find a project that's $500,000, you're not going to worry about it. Because that that, that, that's not even, <laughs> you still got $4,500,000 to work with. You're not concerned about it because you take what they're asking and compare it to what your backing is. Your partner in this covenant transaction is the God of the entire earth. The one that created everything. Now take whatever you're dealing with and put it upside that covenant and tell me how much you're dealing with, how big it looks. It should shrink. Amen. Psalm 23 and verse 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Notice these phrases. All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mercy here is the word he said. Covenant love. Steadfast love. The Amplified Bible says unfailing love. And notice what it's doing. Running after me. So covenant mercy is running after me. How long? All the days of my life. All the days of my life. Every day. That, that mercy is running after me. Listen, not trying to catch me, surrounding me. Ever how fast I go, it's there. Ever how slow I go, it's there. Sitting here today, that mercy is surrounding you. Going home in your car today, that mercy is surrounding you. Going to eat, that mercy is surrounding you. It's a covenant mercy. It can't change. It cannot fail to be there. Amen. That's why David said things like this. Look, if I make my bed on the top of the mountain, you're there. If I go to the depths of the sea, you're there. Oh, if I make my bed in hell itself, you're there. 
Amen. Do you see that? That's why David could say this. He said when Saul was, was chasing him and trying to kill him, tried on several occasions. He said, here's what I'm going to do. With Saul bearing down on him, he said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay me down and go to sleep. Because the Lord will sustain me. He said, I will lay down, I'll go to sleep, and I will awaken because the Lord will sustain me. In other words, Saul and all of his army, everything that he has is not stronger than this covenant that I have with Almighty God. And God will show me His mercy. I've done no wrong to that man. I've not done anything wrong. God's mercy will sustain me. I'm here to tell you, as a man of God, God's mercy will sustain you. You will not, fall, you will not suffer destruction. You will not suffer loss because God's mercy is running after you. Glory be to God. Let, let, let me show you this even a little stronger. Back over in Lamentations. Chapter 3. And again in verse 22. Notice what it says. It is of the Lord's mercy we're not consumed. And because of His compassions that we fail not. They, mercies and compassions are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Notice, he follows, great is your faithfulness after they're new every morning. So he's giving us a picture that this mercy and compassion being new every morning speaks to the depth of God's faithfulness. Why are they new every morning? Because it's a covenant. The covenant is not renewed every morning. It's there every morning. Never changes. Never changes. If you recognize that, it changes your walk with God. Hallelujah. So that steadfast love, because it's in the form of a covenant, is there every morning. Steadfast. The greatest thing that anybody can be to a person they love is steadfast. The same. Right? Do, do you see that? When, when something comes up, I know how my wife's going to react. She's steadfast. She's the same. Right? We, you have to train yourself that you respond with what does the word say? I taught for months on that some time ago. What does the Word say? When the question comes, what does the Word say? Yeah, but they said, but what does the Word say? So that's a covenant person's response. When Paul was teaching and talking about the redemptive truths that Jesus had revealed to him and people were disagreeing with him, Paul said, but what's the Scripture say? What saith the Scripture? And then he would go with what the Scripture said. They, they, would, they would try to uh, uh, pin Jesus down, and Jesus would say, here's where you err. You don't know the Scripture. He said, you do err not knowing the Scriptures. Amen. When somebody talks about God being on the side of something bad that happened to them, they do err not knowing the Scriptures. God's never on the side of anything bad happening to anybody because that's not part of His covenant. 
He does not have a covenant of destruction and doom. He has a destruction of goodness and mercy. A what? A covenant of goodness and mercy. Right? He said, here's what I'll do. He said, I'll take evil from your midst. I'll take sickness from your midst. What does that mean? It can be right there. It can be right there in your neighborhood, and I'll take it away from you. Why? Because I got a covenant. Amen. Hallelujah. Remember something. Remember, remember when uh, uh, the prophet Elijah, he came, and uh, <coughs> he or Elisha, and uh, they were fixing dinner, and that boy went out and cut some gourds up that were poison, chopped them up in the pot, and they tasted it, and somebody cried out, hey, there's death in the pot. And the man of God brought some cornmeal and put it in the pot. And it says it ceased to be. Right? Amen. The, the Lord gave me that, that revelation. Because I, I, I'm going to tell you this. And, and I don't share this with everybody. It's going out on live stream, other countries. I'll tell you what the Lord told me. And it was March 23rd. March 23rd, I was coming back from the park with Lily. We'd been down by the river. She almost fell in the river. That's a whole other story. Uh, anyway. Ask me about it sometime. <laughs> little river, not the Arkansas River, a little river. All right? Little, what's it, Little Mound Mill River? Is that what it's called? I, I don't know. Anyway, but we were coming back, and the Lord said something to me. He said, he said, they are going to find that this virus is much easier defeated than they think. It's not as strong as they think. And he gave me that scripture. There was death in the pot, and something as simple as cornmeal fixed it. You don't get much simpler than cornmeal. Now, you got to believe whatever you believe. You, be, you believe it's as strong as you want to believe. That's up to you. I'm not telling you what to believe, but I'm telling you what the Lord told me. And I believe what the Lord told me. And it came out on three different news networks just the other day that now they're putting out information and saying it's not as easily, it's not as easily transferred as they originally thought. Why? Because the word of the Lord will always stand. It's, it's what you believe. I'm not telling you not to take precautions. I'm not telling you to be foolish. But I'm trying to tell you something. We have inside information. And he told us that before it ever occurred. Glory be to God. We have a covenant with Almighty God. And I'm declaring to you, when I, when I told you at the beginning of this season, nobody in our fellowship is going to succumb to that. Your families are safe. Your, your marriages are safe. I'm declaring it over us. We're going to come out of this season stronger. We're going to come out of this season more well supplied because of our covenant God. Glory be to Jesus. We have this covenant every day. Two more scriptures. Look at Ephesians 2. He brings it over into the new covenant. Or the second covenant. However you want to say it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I was blessed the other day. My, 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 my mother. 76 years old. Told me the other day. I called her. Talking to her. And she said, my goodness, she said, I got pastors calling me, wanting me to come preach. And she said, I'm just traveling and preaching and going to prayer meeting. 
pushing 80 years old and God has given her a resurgence in her ministry in the season that the world's going through. Man, and that's my heritage. You think I'm about to back down or stop saying what God said? My Lord, my father would come clawing him up out of that grave and choke me. Hallelujah. Not really, but you understand the analogy. There's a great cloud of witnesses that are watching us. And they're seeing how we're going to respond to what we're dealing with. And they want us to respond in covenant faith. They want us to respond in covenant power. I'm declaring to you the harvest is great. Souls are going to be saved. Bodies are going to be healed. Lives are going to be changed because of God's mercy. Let, 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 let me hurry a little bit. Ephesians 2 and verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, quickened us together with Christ and raised us up together, made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. The Greek word for mercy carries the exact same idea as He said in the first covenant. Favor, goodness, kindness, steadfast love, steadfast covenant love. Same, same meaning. And notice what it says. It says God is rich in mercy. That means wealthy, abounding. It, it, it means there's a depth of it. You know, I used this analogy one time. If you've ever eaten anything that you bit into it, you're like, mm, boy, that's rich. Well, uh, chances are it wasn't processed. You didn't buy it down at grab them, heat them, and eat them. Right? Somebody took some time. Somebody put some care into that. Right? Some real ingredients. Hallelujah. It's rich. I don't eat it much anymore, but, but you know, uh, there used to be a cake they served at a, at a, at a restaurant we would go to. And I, I never really ate it because I'm not a chocolate fan. And it's probably a good thing for me because I don't, I don't like chocolate. But uh, 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 Pastor Michelle and this, this lady that, that would go to our church, one of our staff members, they had this like triple layer, double fudge, chocolate lava cake. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My wife says, that's the mercy of God. Because she's a chocolate, chocolate fan. And, and they would both, they'd get a piece of that cake, and both of them would eat it. They wouldn't either one eat one by their own. But here's, here's the point, is they talk about how rich it was. How, how uh, what was the word? Uh, luscious. And I think the word gooey came up. Gooey chocolate. Well, you know, you don't, you wouldn't say something like that about something that you bought out of the freezer section. They made that fresh, rich in mercy. When you taste God's mercy, you go, oh my, that's so rich. Wow. And it says he's rich. He's abounding in mercy. No, and notice, towards us. Look, look, look at that one last time. Who is rich in, in mercy for his great wor- love wherewith he loved us. Hallelujah. 
One last scripture, First Corinthians or Second Corinthians one. Have you received anything today? Hallelujah. If I've talked about food a lot, it's because my wife's here and that food anointing has got off on me. And you know what I mean by that. She always, every a food reference, am I right? But mashed potatoes, green beans, something's coming up. Amen. <laughs> Pastor Michelle will be preaching. She'll talk about her grandmother's green beans, and you'll see people in the audience. <laughs> I, I, I made dinner the other day, and we were talking. I put some seasonings in it, and we were talking about her grandmother's beans, her navy beans. Y'all like navy beans? Uh, and, and I made some navy beans and different things. And, and she said, you know, but with grandma's beans, there's always potatoes in them. And she said, and there'd be some bacon wrapped around them, you know, somewhere. <laughs> Hallelujah. Boy, it made me. <laughs> God's mercy. Second Corinthians 1 and 3. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort. All comfort. So God is the Father of mercies. Think about that. The originator of mercy is the God we have a covenant with. And it's the covenant of that mercy. Mercy did not exist till God created it. Love did not exist till God presented it. So the father of his said, the father, the originator of this covenant. The Amplified Bible says, and the God who is the source of every comfort, consolation, and encouragement. Hallelujah. Now, whatever the enemy wants to present you with that produces whatever it is, frustration, concern, fear, uh, thoughts of whatever, compare that to the covenant you have. And it melts away like a snowball in the July sun. Amen. Can't exist because the covenant overwhelms it. Hallelujah. The covenant overwhelms it. And the more people hear that, the more people see that, the more they're going to turn to God. I believe God. So say it out loud. I have a covenant with Almighty God. I'm safe. I'm secure. I'm kept by the power of my good God. He cannot fail. He will not fail. He's never failed. Never failed anyone. Never failed me. And He will not fail. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, stand up, everybody.